2: You're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. Have a good day.
3: The following audio drama is rated PG for parental
4: guidance recommended.
5: So, do you like the castle? Oh my god, it is so incredibly beautiful. It must be amazing to live here. Well, sure. So, how are things at NYU? Honestly, I can't wait to graduate. All this studying is so... I'm sorry. It's just frustrating. I'm sure you're gaining a lot from your studies. You're going into finance like your mother, right? Jacob, I think you might understand this. As children of powerful people, what we're going to do isn't always what we want to do. Well, what do you want to do? I want to be someone important, but I want to do it without having to rely on my mother's influence. I just don't see how it's even possible. I have a lot of incredibly great ideas in my head, and I know I can be a positive influence on the world stage. If only I had the chance to prove myself.
3: What's stopping you? I mean, in my
5: case, I can point to my older brother Isaac and say, that's what's stopping me from being king one day. Is that really what you want, Jacob? I'm sure you've already expressed to your father your desires, and if he is a loving father, he will at least contemplate you as a successor. Do you really want to be king, Jacob? I do. What do you really want to be? Where do you see yourself on the world stage before the masses of people hanging on your every word? If I tell you, will you promise not to laugh? (laughs) I promise. I want to be queen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) New Kingdom Radio Theatre. New Kingdom Radio Theatre presents The Rise of King Asylus. Brought to you by the J.D. Micah Publishing Company, publishers of the novel The Rise of King Asylus, due for release in fall 2018. Visit www.theriseofkingosilas.com for information and updates on the publication of this much anticipated book.
6: Justicia, Lara. Colombia tuvo muy pocas dudas sobre los autores intelectuales del golpe y de una vez desaparecieron las objeciones contra la puesta en vigor del tratado de golpe. America was now in complete control of every country in the Western Hemisphere, except Canada and the Falkland Islands. France had expressed great discontent at Osiris moving on French Guiana, and the French President made many threats they would retaliate if American forces did not leave the country. Osiris dared them to strike as the French government publicly denounced America's occupation of French Guiana as an act of war on France. Even so, the French military did not move on America as they threatened to do and tried to resolve the matter diplomatically. Asylus wanted every speck of land between the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans. However, Canada and the Falklands presented a very complex political conundrum that would be very explosive to pull off. For this, King Osiris called on Lord Anna Patricia Shelley of the House of Terror to formulate a plan that would reduce the risk of a catastrophic world war. Lord Shelley proved to be a brilliant strategist as America put its plans into motion to essentially conquer Canada.
7: Your Majesty, it is apparent France will not attack America out of fear of fighting us alone. I think they're either waiting or planning something with the British and the European Alliance. They'll want to join them in any military actions against America. And they're waiting on you to move on the Falklands and Canada.
0: Lord Shelley, I'm confident you have been up all night for the past few days trying to figure this one out. What are your recommendations?
7: Well, sir, if we move on the Falklands, Britain will have all the excuse they need to launch a strike on our forces. They're just waiting for you to give them the green light.
0: So then, what should we do?
7: Sir, the element of surprise has always been your strongest weapon. I say we move on the Falklands first. The British will meet us down there like they did back in the early 1980s against Argentina, and we'll call on China to bring their forces in. They'll think twice about engaging both America and China. While this is taking place, we move on Canada using the Trishul, I mean the poison filter. Canada will plunge into chaos, and Britain will be forced to engage us on two fronts.
0: Since we have complete control of Brazil and Argentina's military, we'll use them to fight the Brits in the Falklands. Perhaps even the French will want to fight behind the Brits, but we can't have the tritial in two places.
7: Sir, don't you think it's time we manufacture more of those tritial machines? We'll need them when we war with Europe and the others.
0: Lord Oreb has already been manufacturing smaller units for more surgical attacks. We've even fitted one for tactical strikes using our Spartan units when we invaded Brazil and Argentina. But we need to be careful with the Trishul itself. Perhaps it would be wise to only have one main unit, Lord Shelley, since its power is something few people on this earth truly understand. We wouldn't want it to fall into the wrong hands. And I will see to it that it never does.
7: Of course sir about your spartans your majesty will you be deploying them to europe once they complete their south american missions
0: well i'm sure you can make much good use for them there but i need a small team of spartans for our takeover of canada remember lord shelley they are immensely more powerful than any normal human beings they are highly trained versatile they have brilliant tactical minds and will sacrifice themselves without blinking an eye We've augmented their bodies so they can survive a hail of bullets and a loss of blood. Are unbreakable should they ever be captured and tortured. Regenerate tissue damage and have accelerated healing properties internally. They are the most lethal soldiers in the world, and each have the capacity to hold a tiny nuclear weapon inside of them that can be detonated on my command. Before the Spartans are sent into Canada, we'll implant them with the atomic bombs. They'll have a limited amount of days to complete their mission before the radiation kills them. They are incredibly resilient, masters of disguise, absolutely fearless and superbly adaptable. They can walk into a party and behave like celebrity guests or a security guard. Just one Spartan can take out an entire city block of infantrymen. Keep this in mind as you make your plans for their deployment.
7: Thankfully, sir, I have been briefed on the capabilities of the Spartans, and I know just how we can use them to take out the leaders of England and Europe. I am truly amazed at how you designed their training, sir. It's a shame we have to sacrifice any of them, to be honest. I suppose you will not tell them it's a suicide mission in Canada.
0: I'm sure you can figure this out. Lord Shelley, there's something else you should know about the Spartans... I've outlined them in the mission files. What you may not have been briefed on is their abilities to disguise themselves as various nationalities and races. Our captains all have chameleon qualities, or the very unique capabilities to mimic the features of others. Because, Lord Shelley, once we take out England and Europe, which will be no easy feat, we'll do the same to every other continent in the world, Africa, Australia, Asia, Antarctica, and every single country. We are going to take over the entire world.
7: Sir, why Antarctica? There's nothing there of any significance. Marching into Antarctica would be like robbing a lemonade stand.
0: On the contrary, Lord Shelley... Antarctica is perhaps the most heavily guarded place on the planet.
7: But why, sir? It makes no sense. There's just miles and miles of ice there.
0: Oh, but there is so much more. There is a gate there. A gate to another world. Let's just say Antarctica will be the last on our list because it will be the most important of all of our conquests. And likely the greatest challenge, even for our Spartans. And we'll need all of them when we get there. What we will find in Antarctica will absolutely terrify you.
4: witness News, where news comes first.
3: Good evening. Americans across the kingdom are on edge this evening at King Osiris' announcement of breakdowns in diplomatic talks with France and Great Britain over disputed territories in South America and the Caribbean. The new kingdom has expanded into all countries in Central and South America and the Caribbean islands, and there has been much talk about war in emergency meetings at the United Nations Council Leaders from around the world have publicly condemned King Asylus and the New Kingdom for their actions, saying Asylus is essentially conquering all of the Western Hemisphere. King Asylus has proclaimed all Central and South American countries as territories of the New Kingdom of America as upheaval and revolutions within those countries rose up against their governments and murdered their own leaders in the streets. China's President Wei and King Hussein of Jordan have stated publicly they support King Osiris, and now it is apparent other Middle Eastern countries are getting behind King Hussein and Asian nations behind President Wei as tensions build throughout the world. The state of Israel has also expressed support for America. With us in studio is Lord Quinton Capone of the House of Morale. Lord Capone, tonight people everywhere are on edge. You work closely with King Asalus. Can you talk to the American people and help us all understand what is going on and why all this is happening? Why is a new kingdom
4: occupying all these countries in Latin America? Thank you for having me on your program, Tom. It's important everyone understands that there is no war on the horizon. We have always been in a war, and the war has been against the human race. What our king is doing is helping humanity by ridding the evil rulers that enslave its citizens through fictitious Ponzi monetary systems and class structures that inhibit people from living in true color. Forgive me, Lord Capone. It it seems rather cryptic that humanity itself is under attack. From who? Well, Tom, all one needs to do is look at the new kingdom of America. Since King Asylus took the throne of what was once the United States, poverty has been essentially eliminated. You know why? Because the greedy politicians that once ruled the country made sure the country was always in debt, and only the top echelon of people hoarded the riches of the land. Our king made sure wealth was something every American had access to, like Saudi Arabia. And, like Saudi Arabia, the only way to do this is to have one person rule over the land. And, as we have all seen, our king is not someone who goes around living lavishly. Our one castle is open to the public, The wealthy class of the world hate him for this. So you are saying that wealthy people have been the ones against humanity? It's not that simple. There are things I can't publicly talk about because it's top secret. But what I can tell you is these Latin American countries revolted against their leaders and destroyed them. They are now part of our kingdom because they want the American dream. We can give them a fair shot at living a decent life without poverty without a corrupt government promoting drug addiction and exploitation of its citizens. And so far, it seems our new citizens are embracing our king, because they can work for a decent wage now. They can eat good, healthy food now. They have strong schools that actually teach all children respect and decency. And they have a strong leader who won't lie to them and be in the pocket of big businesses, Tom. Our new Latin American brothers and sisters will have a chance they could never have before, because they are now in a system made to allow them to prosper in their own trades and keep much of their wealth for themselves. We don't tax the people into enslavement. we freed them from a life of bondage.
3: Sir, what about the European alliance? Should Americans, even our new Latin American
4: brethren, be preparing for a war with Britain and France? All I can say about that is, if any country comes to our shores looking for a fight, they will find one. See, Tom, all these new countries that are now a part of the new kingdom are not just the common people. We also incorporated their military forces into our own. So, if they come, we'll be ready to defend our people, our kingdom, and our king to the death. All Americans are a proud people. So, tonight, rest easy in that our king will lead us all to prosperity. And if and when our enemies are foolish enough to decide to show up at our door, they'll regret they ever did.
3: Thank you, Lord Capone, for speaking with us this evening. Your words
4: are very sobering, encouraging, and inspiring. Thank you, Tom, for having me on your show and allowing me to speak frankly with the people.
6: When the New Kingdom of America took control of most of Latin America, it set its sights on Canada. King Silas had planned his moves brilliantly, and the players on the world stage were doing exactly what he wanted them to do. It was only a matter of time before Silas sprung his boldest moves into action. But with all this plotting happening, King Asylus was oblivious to another group of people around him doing some plotting of their own. His two sons, Isaac and Jacob, were positioning themselves to take the crown when their father's reign was to end. Of course, Asalas was in perfect health and in the prime of his life, but his sons, both young, ambitious men in their own right, made their plans anyway anticipating the years ahead and their claims to the throne. Jacob's love interest, Monica Banks, was more ambitious than Jacob and his brother combined. She used Jacob's love to her advantage and made plans of her own to put Jacob in position to succeed his father as king and her as queen. Of all the people in the king's midst, Monica Banks was the furthest from his mind as a conspirator and potentially dangerous.
1: If I were the king, I'd make you sing I through the sky, I'd make it cry with tears of joy. Tears of joy on my behalf, please enjoy. The show is coming in to town, making believe us out to of pitch tonight. Don't be alarmed if you see me get down. swinging my hips, I pray they don't lie. Everybody to the dance floor, shake what your papa gave you, do your dance.
3: Thought by now you'd want to go back to New York
5: I wouldn't want your boyfriend What's his name? Connor? I wouldn't want him to be upset that you've overstayed I think he'll understand when I don't show up tonight What are you going to tell him? There isn't much to say Except thank you for being a good friend And the good times But I found my prince So it doesn't matter Believe me, he'll know better. It's best we part ways. Monica, since I first laid eyes on you, I haven't been able to stop thinking- You don't need to imagine me anymore. I'm here, and I want to be here with you. And know that I will help you every step of the way to get what you really want in this world. All I really want is you, Monica. And I really want you, but I also know you want to be king. With Isaac in the way, you'll have to be smarter, and bolder. about to get a hole.
0: Abigail, the time is drawing near when you will do your part to help save the world.
2: Aw, you're cute when you sound so serious.
0: Believe me, there is nothing cute about what I'm about to tell you and ask you to do.
2: Well, I guess by now you know I can do just about anything. I am so much stronger now, and all the things that doctors have been doing to all of us makes me think faster and clearer. So I can handle anything. I am the greatest Spartan of all.
0: I think it's time I tell you the truth about us.
2: Are you ready to tell me you're in love with me?
0: (laughs) Mm, I'm very serious, Abigail. Listen closely, because after this nothing will ever be the same. Not for you, and not for me.
2: Okay, sorry, my king. (sighs) Where is it? Uh, I...
0: I do love you, but not the way a man loves a woman. More like the way a father loves his children.
2: Oh, uh... I'm not sure I understand.
0: I need you to believe me. Everything I'm about to tell you is the God-honest
2: truth. Even though I don't believe God is true, but okay, whatever you say.
0: All of the Spartans, all of you, are like my children. You are all children of a twisted project that began many years ago by a race of people that are not human. Essentially, all Spartans are not 100% human. You are all hybrids.
2: What? So we are not completely human? Are we all related?
0: Yes and no. A race of people known as the Drax live in another... Um dimension, world, or something. They came here a long time ago. Where they live, it's a toxic place. Humans cannot live there. So, and here's the creepy part, they feed off of humans. They decided that crossbreeding humans with their DNA created a human hybrid that can live on their world. But they become sterile and cannot reproduce after two or three generations, like mules. So, they have to continuously restock their hybrids.
2: Oh my god, so you and I are related? Like, are you my father?
0: Sort of. They used my DNA and a few others. I was once a part of this group of people that would oversee these hybrid projects. At first, we thought they were trying to improve their kind. But it became clear they just use us as food. We are like cattle to them.
2: So we're family? Is this why you have been looking out for me? Uh, because I am your daughter? Why do you let me think of you like, ugh, that's disgusting.
0: Abigail, control yourself. You have a mission. You and all of the Spartans are here because I saved you. I smuggled you out before they turned you all into livestock think. Stop your train of thoughts and think. You are here for a very specific reason. To help save humanity. And now, the time has come for you to do what you were meant to do.
2: You mean do what you meant for me to do? For the Spartans to do?
0: That's right. Because otherwise you would have been eaten a long time ago. It's time to rid this world of those demons that feed off of humans. Help me, Abigail. Abigail. And I promise you, when you come out of this, we can be like true family.
2: I I don't know what to believe anymore, Silas. I am heartbroken.
0: You're disappointed. I, I get it. But I thought you should know the truth. Abigail, I do love you. Do you see now? Do you understand how important you are? The entire human race is counting on you. We need you to save us from those monsters.
2: Okay, but how? A or Should I say father? What are we going to do?
0: I will tell you exactly what you are going to do. And when it is all said and done, we can be together the way we were meant to be. Like a father and his princess.
2: That sounds beautiful, actually. I never really had a father in my life. Now I know why. Silas, please let's make this right.
0: I promise you we will. But right now I have to teach you the secrets of shape shifting. Official You've been listening Radio to The Radio. Rise of King Silas, Episode 10, The Impetus to Reign, starring J.V. Torres as King Asylas, Dominic Notaro as Jacob, Layla Bonet as Monica Banks, Shane Maester as Lord Anna Patricia Shelley, Naomi Castillo as Abigail Sierra, John Dobie as Quentin Capone. Don Rosinski as newsreader and narrated by Sergei Bereznikov. This episode features the song If I Were the King by Nellie's Echo. Visit Nellie's Echo at www.nellie'secho.com. Other music contributions by Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com, Kai Engel, Freesound.org, and Audio Jungle. For more information about the cast, the music, and this production, visit www.theriseofkingasylus.com. Listen on iTunes or wherever you tune in to podcasts and give us a good rating. Like us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at King Osilas. We encourage everyone to tune in to our friends on other podcasts like Empty, The Stranger Lands, The Podstuff Podcast, and our partners, The Everlasting Beholders. This has been a production of the New Kingdom Radio Theater in Baltimore, Maryland. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for episode 11.
4: Monday matinee on the Mutual Audio Network always means a potpourri of entertainment, drama, comedy, action. It really stimulates the mind, don't it? Well, a great way to get your mind back into neutral gear is to catch Bells in the Battery on Friday Follies and Sunday Showcase. Silliness is the best cure for mental stimulation. Bells in the Battery. Always odd, always family friendly. If only I could convince my family to listen to it.